0: Hey, this is Mental Melissa and today I want to talk briefly about being a mom with bipolar um, and depression. Uh, I have two children and they're about 21 months apart and that was, you know, that was a lot of work um, just in and of itself for any parent, regardless of their mental health state. Uh, Now being told by my ex-husband that I was not bipolar gave me... uh, an advantage because I was truly not sick because he had said so um, and I'm so kidding well I'm not kidding about the f- him telling me I didn't have bipolar but I'm, I'm kidding that this was uh, that took all the weight off of it so mine is mainly depression and with this depression uh, I was a single mom basically because my ex-husband traveled Monday through Friday so my coping skills at the time were smoking and I uh, had my ex put a, uh, one of those front doors, it's glass, so that I could go out and smoke and leave the children right there in the house. And of course, they always hung out right there, you know, screaming for me to come back in and play with them. Um And I know I would be very agitated, and some of that was the nicotine, and some of it was uh bipolar. Um, I just needed space, and it is so hard to find space for yourself when you have two very young children or actually just one very young child they really suck the life out of you and take everything you have to give um so i would try and carve out a few minutes to go out and smoke my cigarette get my nicotine not let that be another agitation um but when i look back that's what i see is there was some frustration on my part because they just they needed so much the good thing back then was that so much of what they needed was just to be held so if I could come back in you know after that 10-minute cigarette I felt better I felt more calm even though that's contrary to what cigarettes are supposed to do I know a lot of us that's that is what it did regardless of what we were told so then I could curl up with them and have one on each side and they'd be playing with their little toy or um, I homeschooled for a while And we would take in homeschool in the morning, probably about midday, you know, they were little so we would do it off and on. Um, Trying to get one of them or both of them to take a nap was ridiculous. Uh, And then by the afternoon I was shot, That, that was all I had. My fuel tank was empty and that would be put on TV and we could either watch a documentary or cartoons and or both. Uh, it didn't matter to me. I just needed for them to focus on the TV for a few minutes so that I could chill. Uh, I didn't get to sleep at that time because I was terrified if I fell asleep one of them would disappear, you know, um, or get into something, but just the time to sit there and relax was really important. Um, and my daughter particularly did not sleep at night, nor do I. Uh, so having those afternoons where it could be a little bit slower really made a huge difference in my evening attitude. Um, what else? So one of the ways I coped was smoking, which was not good. We didn't drink back then uh, because the kids were so young. It just wasn't something my ex and I were into. Uh, I think I was mostly terrified that if I did drink, that that would be the night that one of them would like, bust their head open and I'd have to go to the ER. And you know I'd be the drunk mom standing there trying to explain to the doctor how it happened. So. We just, we didn't drink. It would be a special occasion, if anything, uh, for us to do that. So, fast forward a little bit, not much, just a little bit, and my depression is just getting overwhelming for me. Uh, My ex is gone, so I don't think he sees it as much. And my kids got into preschool, and it was like a half day type thing, so perfect. My first opportunity to have some space to myself. So I found a therapist uh, who I could go see to talk about getting on medication for this depression that I was having that was not bipolar, just depression. Again, because my ex-husband said I didn't have bipolar. So my poor therapist has no idea that there's a whole nother realm to this that I haven't uh, discussed. And she thinks it's just situational depression. So uh, at that time, I was on Lexpro, butrin, then Prozac. Uh, what else? Like anything that you're going to get for depression. I had a stint on. And none of them were really working. You know, we now know that those are not really conducive to not even bipolar depression. Uh, in fact, they can actually make it worse. So, not getting a lot of good feedback from my medicine, not able to tell my doctor that I have possibly something that might take a different type of medicine. Um, I remember uh, when I was pregnant with my daughter, I went to the doctor, one of my you know, checkups, and let him know that I'd had such bad postpartum depression with my son that I really wanted to be on some type of medicine. And I had watched a Dr. Phil episode, and just imagine this, you know, your legs are spread, they're doing the check, and you're talking about, hey, I watched this on TV, and this Dr. Phil guy is way smarter than you are, uh, and he said whatever gets you through the, you know, the pregnancy or after, that you should do, and if that's medicine, then you've gotta to talk to your doctor and weigh your options. And so fortunately, my doctor was very easygoing. He's like, okay, fine, we'll put you on Prozac for the last three months of your pregnancy uh, and keep you on it just to get you through those first couple of months, so you don't have postpartum. So that was awesome, but I also worried that the Prozac wasn't gonna work because I'd already been on it and he assured me it'd be fine and the baby'd be fine and she did turn out fine. Uh but so just you know, things to talk to your doctor about because I was very worried about uh passing it through my milk. And again, doctor said, you know, it's there's enough benefit in breastfeeding to outweigh This specific drug, I mean, obviously you need to talk to your doctor if you're thinking about breastfeeding and being on drugs, but um, there are a lot of research out there that talks about how getting pregnant when you have bipolar can actually bring on uh, episodes. So that was my biggest concern was I just didn't have time to have the meltdown that I'd had with my son. I remember walking, I know I've said this, walking through the Walmart, just crying, trying to get my groceries bought. Uh, Just a hot mess of tears, literally, face streaked, eyes bright red, you know, not making eye contact with anybody, sniffling loudly. Um, So I very much wanted something. So the Prozac did get me through. I didn't have a huge episode of depression after having my daughter. Um, And like I said, it would probably be about three years before it would hit me again. And that's kind of my pattern. I would go on and I would have uh, a couple months where... I felt fine and a couple months where I felt horrible and i go back in and they would put me on something else. So bipolar mom. When they were little, somehow I managed Uh, and they didn't know and they didn't notice. Like I could be totally sitting there holding them and crying and they had no real perception of it. You know, they might look up and be like, oh, but then they would go back to what they were doing and they certainly didn't associate that with a mental illness. Uh, Now that my kids are teenagers, and older teenagers, they do notice these things. Um, And it's become very hard to explain to them without making myself seem incompetent um, what I'm going through. There's a lot of, can we stay after school for two hours and play with our friends? Not play with our friends, hang with our friends. Um, Which stresses me out because then I have to calculate what time is that going to put me in traffic. Um, What time is that going to make dinner? It's going to make dinner late. And all I want to do is get dinner done so that my day is officially done. All of my work is done. And from there on, the kids entertain themselves, and I entertain myself, and then I get ready for bed. So I think like at least once a week I have to have this conversation with them where they want to push it to later than I want it to be. and I have a hard time with that because I don't want to tell them. It's because I want to be home and you're, you're changing my plans and I don't do real well with these last-minute abrupt changes because they impact so many other things than just you getting the hang with your friends and me getting a little bit late. Um, like I said, I go to bed about 8, 8.30, so super early, but I have to get up early. And I want to get as much sleep as I can because I know that is key and when I take these meds I like for them to have as much time to get out of my system as possible before I have to wake up and drive. So I figure if we get home at 5, which is really as late as I like to push it, I've got about 45 minutes to make dinner, then we eat, Uh, I do some laundry, talk to the kids for a little bit if there's any um, homework that needs to be done that I need to help with or last-minute errands, which I hate when there's last-minute errands. They do pretty good with that. There's not a lot of uh, coming home, getting home, and finding out that we've got to go back out and get something. So they are fantastic about that, and I greatly appreciate that because that's hard for me to uh, get in the car. And So sometimes, though, it does happen, and when it happens, I get frustrated and angry, and then I have to take and step back and say it's a trip to Walgreens. Not even a mile away. Put on your big girl panties and go to Walg- Walgreens and get what your child needs and come back home. And when I can do that, and that's just it, when I can do that, it's fine. There are some nights when I do it and I just can't shake my anger. Um, my children are looking at me like, "What the fuck is your deal?" You know, Mom. It's like seven o'clock. Go go get me this, you know, poster board or whatever it is they need. and uh, It just sucks. You know I don't want to keep telling them mommy's sick, mommy's sick. Uh, I know they notice it and here we are coming up on summer and I work from home so I'm really gonna have to watch myself from taking naps. Um, Getting irritable midday because I'm not taking naps. Uh, They're gonna have a lot of surprise last-minute things they need to get done or want to go hang with friends and I'm gonna try very hard to roll with the punches Uh, but that last-minute change is so hard for me to wrap my head around Um, I don't know if you feel that way too I can't be the only person who gets like you know upside down about having to drive your kid to a friend's house now granted my daughter's friends are way up the mountain so that that tends to tick me off but um, she deserves to have a social life just like i do so sometimes i just got to suck it up and do it sometimes those car rides are silent and sometimes they're full of chatter Uh, i don't i don't know how to do this and be a better mom other than just to keep trying and forgiving myself when i do lose my shit which happens Um, it's very hard for me to tell my children no but it's very hard for me to let it go. You know, not that they're going to know necessarily that I'm pissed, but it just it stays with me. I have a hard time shaking it off. Uh, so that's my, my thoughts today on being bipolar and being a mom. And I guess this is a parent. It should be a parent. I'm a mom, but this applies to both moms and dads, so I apologize for that. That was a late catch on that. Uh, and I hope you'll listen to the next podcast.